Hello, everybody, and welcome to Water Wine Time with Megan Weaver. Love, life, and entertainment. Look at you, ready. I love it how Felicia is ready. Ready, go. Yes, go. What's the first question? So I have actress Felicia Cooper, who is here. She is from North Carolina. She can be seen in Rosewood, NCIS, Los Angeles, The Last Ship, all cheerleaders die in Nickelodeon's Big Time Rush. Yes. Ooh, she's impressive. I know. That's you. You're like, I like her. Yeah, that's you, boo. That's you. She's real cute. Yeah, she is cute. She's real pretty. Look. Look at you. She also has something, a countdown going for bold and the beautiful. The bold and the beautiful. <laughs> yes. It's so exciting. So how is that? I know you have your countdown. What made you do the countdown for bold and the beautiful? Do you do this for every project? Because I know that could get to no. be a lot of work. No. I always um, prep and say, hey, watch me on this or whatever I'm mm-hmm. doing. But honestly, I'm totally, totally biting Justin Bieber swag. Because he did a 30-day countdown for What Do You Mean? And I was like, this is fresh to death. I love this. So when I had saw the opportunity in my own life to do such a thing, I took it. You should, <laughs> as you should. But are you going to do this like from now on? Is this like a thing that you're going to do? Probably not, because this is a lot of work. This is a major commitment to try to think of like a fun, bold, and beautiful photo to do every day. I'm mean, like, it's every day. Every day. It's like waking up and it has and to I've be been, flawless. Yeah. And I've been sick for two days throughout Ooh. this thing and I still had to like make it work. Like just put on some sunglasses and like, just take a picture. Like, You're like was, sunglasses are on. Okay. Sunglasses cool. on. Hold the paper. Don't oh. show the face. It's like covered up. Here, countdown. Yeah. Put a photo with someone else and just say, oh. Day 28 or whatever it yeah. was. Just to, just to get it to work. Oof, was a hassle. So, I mean, I, if I had something uh, something else major come out, like a big blockbuster or something, mm-hmm. then I might do it again. But um, just for, like, future episodes, probably not. Neither, probably not. Probably not. No. <laughs> but that makes sense to do it for things that are, you know... The bigger, like maybe yeah. if you're starring or yeah, something this is really, like really my major. biggest thing. So I'm super excited, and I want everyone to be as excited as I am. You know, I'm being a little obnoxious on social media. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. no, I feel like, yeah, fine. you have to. You know what I mean? Like in social media, you're drawing people in to mm-hmm. watch it mm-hmm. because if not, you know, you're having, you know, then someone could say, "Oh, I watched it, but or I didn't watch, I missed it. Oh, when is it again?" And you're like, "I've been doing this countdown For thirty days. <laughs> you can't miss it. Can't miss it. Can't miss it." But you're now doing a soap opera. Have you watched soap operas before the show? Yes. <gasps> what was your favorite? Oh my gosh. So, okay, so Bold and the Beautiful mm-hmm. was always on in my house when I was little. Bold and the Beautiful. Was there anything else? Like The Guiding Light or something that mm-hmm. isn't even on now. Um, was always on in my house growing up, so I knew that show. So even when I got the first audition, I was like, this is the Bold and the Beautiful. This is this is like an iconic show. It was it was amazing, but when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. I I thought it was so scandalous, even though it wasn't. I I remember being up late one night and I found this show called Port Charles, and it was like the mm-hmm. spinoff of mm-hmm. GH, mm-hmm. and 
I fell in love with it. And because I, I was like, I was a teenager, so I didn't know anything about like the love and the drama that goes into soap opera. So when I found this one, I liked all the characters and I started watching it. It was on SoapNet at like 11 o'clock at night. So I was like, I passed my bedtime watching this risque soap opera. I thought I was too cool for freaking school. So that was my jam when I was younger, Port Charles. Port Charles. So you grew up watching the soap operas. Yeah. And you're like, it's already I know. embedded in you. I love the drama and how like, over the top it is in the situations and they found her in a cave and she was half vampire and she's her clone i love <laughs> it it's so fun so i guess that w- that's what makes it different as opposed to working on any other series or sitcom or a drama is because of the the heightened right mm-hmm. yeah what else do you think might be different from working on a soap opera set than from working on rosewood and cis it's very fast paced which mm-hmm. actually i prefer because it's almost like doing a play every day. Whereas if you're on Rosewood, like if you're on a, a drama or a, even multicam comedies, you have so many times to do the takes like over and over and over and over and over again. But mm-hmm. Bold and Beautiful is such a well-oiled machine. It just like gets it done because we have so much to do. And I like that because the, wait, do it again. We've got to fix the lighting. Oh, stop. Oh, wait. Oh, do this. All right. Okay. Everyone take five. We're going to take a break. Oh, we got to talk to this person. It can take like the momentum out of you sometimes mm-hmm. if it's like a really... Like, um, really passionate scene about something. So the fact that they're like, you got one or two times to hit this and then we got to keep going. I, I just react really well to that adrenaline and that, mm. that, that pressure. I'm like, all right, I got to give you my life or this ain't happening. And I like that. So mm. that's how it's different. So you're literally putting out like your first time you have to do that the first two times and that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's in an ideal world. Mm-hmm. Bold and beautiful is so sweet and kind. Like they'll, they'll give us as many times if we need, like if you're just having like an off moment or an off day or something, they're totally patient. And everyone's nice, but ideally, yeah, you want to like first, first take, second take, you want to just be able to like, perfect. Great. Moving on next scene. Perfect. So obviously you have to have training or some aspect of skill set to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of people, that's a, that's a skill to have. So where did you get the bulk of your training? Where did you learn maybe how to do that or your, your training? I have been so fortunate to find Playhouse West. Mm-hmm. That's the school that I go to. It is amazing. My teacher and coach and friend, oh. Holly Gagne, mm-hmm. who um, is a former soap actress herself. Um, she, she trains me and she um, helped me with my audition. And uh, Mr. Carnegie, who runs the school, they're just such... They're passionate actors, and they teach you how to come, like, from your gut and from your heart and act out of reality, and that's, that's like, the thing that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so fulfilling, and it's expressive, and, and it works so mm-hmm. well for soaps, because you can really get your passion out, and, like, the more passion you have, the better it is for the show, about whatever you're talking about. If you're passionate and excited, if you're passionate and sad, if you're passionate and angry, if you're so confused, it's like your finger just fell off, like, that confused about it. Like, that's passionate if you were, mm-hmm. you know, really in that situation. And so it, it works for the show, so I thank the Lord for them. You yes, said, I thank the Lord, and I guess the it Lord. worked, because you said she was a soap actress as well, mm-hmm. so it's So like... she gets that whole world, and I've never been on a soap, so she was like, Felicia, I got you, I'm going to tell you how this works, and we're going to get it done. And we got it done, we're on the show. Hey, <laughs> so kudos to her, thanks Holly. Oh, thanks Holly. You said, thank you Holly. <laughs> but of course, in order for you to get even to that opportunity, you have to have an agent. Mm-hmm. Unless there's the magical fairy and it just lines up and then right. it happens for you. Cause that can still happen too. You never know. Right. But what was a legacy? But yeah. I haven't had that. So <laughs> how did you get your first agent? 
And did you always know that they were going to believe and fight for you? Yes, I did always know they were going to believe and fight for me. I really liked them when I met them. I I have a small Cinderella story, mm-hmm. which I love telling. Yes, so tell us your when Cinderella I, okay. story. So when I first moved to L.A., um, I, my main goal was, like, I've got to get a job. got to get a job. got to survive. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, a small-town girl from North Carolina. My rent back home, my half, was $200 a month. Wow. You can't find that in LA. It doesn't exist. Nope. Does not. No. So when I got here and this was my new reality, I was like, I gotta make a job. I gotta get a job. I gotta make a living. I gotta be able to live. I gotta be able to eat. Can't live in a cardboard box under the 170 freeway. So you could, I, but it might not be safe. <laughs> like, you might not really want to do that. So I was just like job hunting, job hunting, job hunting. Um, got hired by the cheesecake factory, which mm-hmm. would come to be my livelihood and family for Many years. It'd be where I end up living for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first day there, I found my manager, my mm. first manager. Beautiful, wonderful woman named um, Elaine Lively. And she actually turned out to be Blake Lively's mom. Mm. So I was like, say what? Yeah. Who are you? You who? You? Okay. You? Who? And, you, and you, like, you like me? You like me? You like me? I'm nobody. You like me? But you like me. Okay. So she was just like, yes, there's this magic in your eyes and you're so cute and you're so great. And she was so sweet and supportive oh, just off God. of me saying, hi, my name's Felicia. Welcome to the Cheesecake Factory. Here's your table. She was just the greatest thing. And she obviously very well connected and she set me up with um, some agencies. And my agency was actually the first one that I met with and I loved them and they liked me. And she was like, they're a good one. You like each other? Do it. Mm. So I said, okay. And that's how I got with them. And... I just love them. They're so supportive of me, and they and I'm a very big personality, and they mm-hmm. like that. They're not like, can you settle down? Can, can you make you? it smaller? They're not so L.A., you know? They're, they're a fantastic agency, but yeah, they don't try to make me small. I don't mm. do small. I don't do small. I don't do small. Like, I can't, you can't dumb me down. It's You're not, right. I can't put me in this little box and just right. say, do little bitty things, like a little right. mouse. No, doesn't no, work. They, and they are, they, I don't know, they, they make me, they're excited about me, and it makes me feel excited about me and mm-hmm. them, and because you know it's hard out here. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's trying to do this, so it's great to have a team that is excited about you. And she was literally a guest sitting at your table. Not even. I worked at the front desk. I was just oh. like any. I was just sitting people at the table. It was my first day. I just happened to walk up. I remember walking up to the front from sitting someone else. And Ashley, who was like running the hostess station that day, was mm-hmm. like, "Felicia, can you show these lovely people to their table?" And I said, "Sure, right this way." Not. I just didn't want to get fired. Like I wasn't thinking anything yeah. of it. And she started talking to me. And before she left, like forty-five minutes later, she came and gave me a card. Told me who she was. And then it just, that was that. And that was that. And we just, we teamed up for a while. Oh, I like that. So you never know. I mean, there's no one plus one equals two in this business. There's not a one, you know, in order to find an agent or to find a job. You know, like I was saying for Bold and the Beautiful, just because it is through an agent for you, it might not always be that way. It's not. I've had... Plenty of friends, we like go to casting director workshops, which is like a big thing to do mm-hmm. out here, and they don't have representation. And heck, even Scott David, who does Criminal Minds, he, now I had rep when he called me and mm-hmm. I got on that show, but a, a friend of mine, John Davis, he didn't. He just did the workshop, didn't have rep, and Scott still called him in because his personal info was on his headshots. And so we called him in because he liked his work. Boom. So it doesn't even make a difference. Mm-mm. So let's go back to the first time you saw yourself on TV. On the screen, and you're like, oh, shit. 
It was That's me. His face. Like, that was the face. If you can't see, obviously, guys, on Monday when you guys see this, like it's like, uh. yeah, it's like that's me in the TV. That's, that's me. me in but the I'm TV. Right that's me. But I'm right here. Like, but I'm right here. So it was so cool. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Because I'm, I'm one of those. I don't like to watch myself. I'm one of those people, just because I get on my own nerves. <laughs> but um, I didn't hate it that was it was on big time rush and i was like oh this is so cute okay i fit okay I, I might not be bad at this yeah all right okay okay so it was so okay yeah <laughs> do you feel like you're really critical about your work because i know you're saying you didn't hate it do mm-hmm. you feel yourself watching when you see yourself because i mean you, i feel like you do watch yourself you know or do you feel like you're really critical or do you judge certain projects differently i am i am really critical of myself um, because I always remember when, like when I'm in the scene doing it, if I feel like, yes, I'm on my A game, like I'm in this or if I'm like, I'm a little off, but I just gotta, you gotta, gotta keep going in the scene. Mm-hmm. And so I always watch them like, Oh, which take, are they going to get the take where I was like a one? Are they going to use the one where I was like, and if that's the case, I can tell. It's like, see, right there, that moment right there, I wasn't feeling it and you can see it. No, no one else mm. can, but I can see it. You're like, ugh, right. why they pick that other take? Right. I, well, obviously no one can tell because the one that made it to air, but... I can tell. He's like, but I can tell. I can tell. Call the editors. Let's redo the episode. Like, can we just redo it? Well, just going back to Bold and Beautiful, you normally have like one or two. Right. So you either know like, oh, it's the one where I was really at it or it's the one I was good, but you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, so you know. just, go, just go to the next scene. We'll be better in the next scene. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Now, going back to your agents, you know, you said you have a good relationship. Do you ever feel like there's a time where you have to, like, push them a little bit more? Like, hey, what's going on? You know, or... No, they're always on it, but I am a bit of a freak. Mm -hmm. So, I do... um, Hey, guys, I just got these pictures. Hey, guys, just learned about this casting. Hey, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know for a fact they're doing their job, but Mm -hmm. I'm just neurotic. And I'm like... They're so busy. I'm sure they got plenty of clients. There's, this could have slipped through the cracks. Like, this easily could have just been, you know, maybe someone's sick. Or maybe they're at lunch. Maybe they didn't see it. Maybe. Like, I get all these reads, mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey, just an FYI. Just so you know. Just, I love you. Do your job. Fantastic. Like, it's there. But. <laughs> this is there. Just a like, I just a deadline. Like, <laughs> right. Just a public. Right. Just, just I'm be, never, you know. It's, it's, nev- it's re- honestly never been them. It's me just mm-hmm. in my crazy. <laughs> You're like, just a PSA. Just thought I'd show you out there. Uh-huh. I know you probably saw it and read it, but that's out mm-hmm. there. Okay. Yeah. And usually they're always like, already submitted, already submitted. I knew you were going to respond that way, but just the case. Yeah, I, I knew. I knew. Yeah. You're human. You know? Yeah, I just want to say hi. Good morning. <laughs> you know, that's what I really called for. You know, that's all I really want to do. <laughs> now, what do you feel like is complete success for you? When do you feel like in your career, you're like, this is good. I'm in a good place. I'm happy. Oh, it's a trick question. Because right now, I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I just, I say celebrated. I celebrated uh, my one-year anniversary from not being at the Cheesecake Factory. And within oh. that year, I've had three national commercials, and I'm on a TV show. I'm a series regular on a show. So, and that obviously, that's the dream for any actor. Mm-hmm. And I, I cried about it, and I called my mom and my sister, and just so excited so right now is a really good place. Mm. But me being the ambitious little star that I am, I want the Oscar. And I won't stop mm. until I get it. I know, like, right now that feels like that's the ideal. When I win the Oscar, 
And I want best actress. Like I want best supporting, but like the, even that's like there's one more rung. You said there's get one to. more up there. I want the tippy top. Um but even once I get there, I'm sure I'll feel like, okay, what's next? Like right now, mm-hmm. because it's a goal, it seems like that's what I need to get to. But then once you reach the top of that mountain, you're going to want to find a taller one to go up to that. And that's how I am. So that's, that's the journey we're about to go on. So stay tuned. You said stay tuned. That's good, though, that you're saying that's the first actual time that someone ever said where they are is like a sweet spot. And I think uh-huh. that's good. Oh, cool. You know, you're like, oh, like, right on. Yeah, you did that. You did that. <laughs> okay. Like, I did that. Okay. <laughs> now, we're going to just, I guess, touch on a different note. You know, there hasn't always been this moment that's been the sweet spot. You've worked on projects and you've probably done something that's not, you know, that you're most excited about or had an uncomfortable moment on set. What was that? Or have you had it yet? Have I had an uncomfortable moment on set? Hang on, let me think. Yes, I had, was it my first? I think so. It was, yeah, it was my first on-screen kiss. Um, So that was a little wonky. But at the same time, like in my personal life, I was going through like this devastating breakup. Mm. So just like my heart was in all kinds of weird places. And then I had to kiss this new guy. And I was like, Mm. but he's not him. Like I was so emotional, like internally dramatic about it. And that was uncomfortable. But he was actually the sweetest guy. Because he was like, oh, hey, what's going on? Like tell me about your life. And he had like a girlfriend of his own. And I was honest and I was like oh no I'm going through this breakup and this is how I feel about it and he like helped me and talked me through it from like a guy's perspective and he was very real and very honest yeah. with me and it made the uncomfortable situation more comfortable because I felt like I could trust him and it wasn't weird because honestly as a female actress you always wonder when you don't know the other male actor you're like are you gonna they're paying us to kiss each other you know are you gonna Take it as something that's more than what it is. Mm-hmm. And I like all of that fear, that hypothetical in my mind just got completely washed away because he was so sweet and kind and there for me. And it was a great kiss. <laughs> and it was a good kiss. Right. And I that's good. It. So it literally turned a bad situation, an awkward situation into a good situation. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, that's really beautiful. Now, we got to get journey to the Oscar. So we're in our sweet spot right now, right? So we got a journey to the Oscar. So what is motivating you and driving you for the next year to keep it going, to keep it moving? In 2016? Yeah. Or after keep, I win the Oscar? No, just to keep acting in general. Because, oh. I mean, we're freelance. Right. You're freelance. Yeah. Because now after this, you got to find the next one. So what is that driving force for you to keep going? To be opposite Meryl Streep. And like Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. and Halle Berry and like... These are artists who inspire me, and the more they inspire me, the more I feel like I got to get in the ring with you, you know, metaphorically speaking. Mm-hmm. I just, like, you're, you're so good, and there's, I'm, I'm a very sensitive person. Just naturally, I feel things very strongly and very mm-hmm. quickly. Thank God for acting, because I wouldn't last in a nine-to-five. Yeah. Ah. They were like, she's just crying. Right. She's doing she, paperwork. Right. She, she's crying. She's throwing chairs. She's laughing her head off. What's wrong with her? Like, she's laughing, and she was crying because she was laughing. So right. I don't know. She's all over the place. But, yeah, the, the better work they do, it inspires me to do better work. 
so that at some point our stars will align mm-hmm. and we'll be in whatever incredible situation a job has us in on and we'll just be able to be there with each other. Like, you know when you're just like around good people mm-hmm. and you can feel their vibes? I want to feel their vibes. What's Meryl's vibe? I want to know it. I want it in my face. Because I want it in my face. I so, want it, and you know Bi- one? Or like Viola Davis. Oh. I would Is move it, oh. heaven and earth. I want her vibes. All in my grill. It's all in my grill. You know what? That's actually going to lead into the next question. We're going to cast right now. Your dream feature film or series. Everybody you want is in it. I'm producing it. I just put that on there. Yes. So I'm producing it. I'm claiming it right now. I love it. Let's cast it. Who's in it? Are these all famous actors or any actors? They could be anybody. These could be, it could oh be someone gosh. you saw walking down the street. It could be your best friend. It could be whoever. Cast it. Um, okay. And there's no limit. There's no cap because they can have different roles. Okay. Um, first and foremost, I want Viola Davis and Stanley Tucci as my parents. Okay. Check. Yes. And booked. Perfect. And, and that's significant to me because I think they're both fantastic actors. And I am a mixed race girl. I grew up in a mixed... I don't know what it's like to wake up and have both your parents be the same color. Mm-hmm. So that's what I know. And a lot of times um, we get put in a box as mixed race people. Like whatever people think... If you're fair skinned, oh, you're white. If you're brown like me, oh, you're black. And I'm like, I don't fully identify with that I feel like both and it's, mm-hmm. so you're like asking me to be one stereotype usually and it's it's hard so I that makes me feel more comfortable and at home mm-hmm. and that that's what I want to do I would want to be in something that shows this is the life I grew up with this is what it feels like to wake up and not look like the people you're related to and be, it's perfectly okay it's it's your normal mm-hmm. and it's beautiful so I want them as my parents and well, go into that. Just talking about that, too. So your mom, what complexion is your mom? My mom, like the original Vivian from Fresh Prince. Okay. <laughs> so the original, she was... She was the darker Dark skin. skin. The dark skin. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then your dad is white. Yeah. He looked like Jim Carrey. Okay. So those are two complexions that we have in between. And then we make this color. Look. And then you have me. <laughs> and then you're in between. Okay. Go yeah. ahead. So let's continue. Okay. Um, so then... My best... Oh, God. I gotta have a best friend. Uh-huh. There's so many good ones. I think... I think Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. I think we would we would just be a tag team. Because I, I relate to her so well. Like, she says what she thinks, and she is who she is, and she's spicy, and she's fiery, and she puts up a fight. Not to cause a fight, mm-hmm. but if you say something that provokes an opinion of her, she's gonna tell you that opinion. Amen. I'm so sick of people being afraid to say what they think. Say what the hell you think. Yeah. Instead of holding it in, bottled it up. Like, right. No, or trying speak to your be mind. politically correct. Or I just, I want to make sure everybody likes me. Damn them if they don't like you. If you've got something to say. If that's to who you somebody, are. Exactly. Be If that's you. who you are, be it. If you're opinionated, I am. Be so. You're not mm-hmm. harming anybody. You're helping the world by being who you are. That's all I got to say about that. Boom. Okay. Best friend. Check. Jennifer Best Lawrence. Best friend. Jennifer Lawrence. What's the situation? Help me, producer. Oh, wait. Are we, what are we doing? Are we, what, what world oh, I like how you've created this story. I, I, I'm like, I just said casting. I have parents and a best friend. What are we doing? Is this a drama? Is this a comedy? Is it's, this a series? It's a, it's a movie. It's a film. It's a movie. Okay, it's a film. Drama or comedy? It's like in the middle. Like, um, like so one of those a, witty action movies. Okay. 
like kind of like The Hangover. Okay. Like I feel I feel like that's a dramedy because like uh, can I eat this cookie? I mean it. No, you can eat that. Well, mm-hmm. we're gonna touch it. We're gonna open those in a second. Because like bad stuff happens, but um, like like the drama happens because they lose Doug and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. Okay. So it's a movie like that, and then um. Okay. Oh, Meryl's got to be. Well, you in know there. what? Okay, so this is a, a question to put out there too. Love interest. Celebrity love interest. He's in there. Who is it? My number one. Number one. Who is he? Because uh, I mean, I, you have to have a male interest. Like, who's your guy? Unless you're lesbian in here and your best friend. I mean, lesbian with Jennifer Lawrence. I could get down with that. Not a bad world. So maybe it was, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, we'll do that for the second movie. We'll do that for the second. Because there's a sequel. There's a sequel to this. There's a sequel. It's got to be, um, not a trilogy. What's that thing? A franchise. A franchise. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay, so it's a franchise. That happens later on, but not in this one. So now you have a male love interest. Okay. In the movie, you know, there's this guy. He's a model. Mm-hmm. And I don't know him. <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> but he's kind of taking my breath away currently. Mm. His name is Matthew Nos- Noska. Noska. I'm about to look him up. Girl. Girl. You said girl. Girl. About to change your life. Mm. No, he's he is breathtaking. I mean, there are models that transition into acting. So I don't know. Oh, there right. it is. But he's like, he's everything. But that's like my love interest for the movie. Now, my like my number one celebrity crush is Ed Sheeran. Okay, so he is my sun and my moon, heaven and earth. Maybe there's a twist to this, and he's in it. I don't know. Do we have both of them in? Is that too complicated? Ah, can you handle that? This is like Gail and Peter. I'm like, can you what do, do this? I do? do you want both in the film? Well, yes. You said that. What question? Of course. Yeah, the question of course. Like, yes, they are both in it. Ops. So, yeah. So now we need to have, so you have your parents, you have your best friend, you have your love interest, you got your side piece. I mean, maybe one died, and then I had to, like, find love again, and it was with the other one. Well, there we go. Maybe I was married to Ed, and then some tragedy happened and that just like it, it motivates my character we have saved the cat and it catapults me into the grieving of and i bond with my best friend who's pregnant and i gotta be there for her but i'm dealing with the loss of my husband and then oh like at the baby shower someone dragged their brother who's new in town to it and it happened to be matthew and then Oh, hey, how you doing? Like, I'm sure you don't really want to be here, but, you know, welcome. Here's some champagne. Cause, here's the bottle, because you're probably going to need here's it. Here's the whole bottle. And then we just, we laugh and we talk and we get along. And, oh, my God, if I want to make a romantic comedy, I, like, trip down the stairs and he catches me. <laughs> Catch me, I'm falling. <laughs> In love. All of that could happen. And then I get both. Like, I get to be married to the love of my life. And then the reality of life happens. Mm-hmm. And you, but you still got to keep going. You, you got to go on. I think we should give you a neighbor, too. Let's give you a neighbor. <gasps> is this neighbor my age, or is this like a like a witty, like an older neighbor? I think witty neighbor. You have to have a witty neighbor, because the neighbors are very quirky. Okay, so he's You know to- what I mean? They're, they're like offbeat a little bit. Sean Hayes! Oh, boom! Ah! Ah! You said I yes! I love him. Yes, claimed it. I, I, no, this is, it came out, I love Sean Hayes. He's amazing. Boom! So Sean Hayes is my witty neighbor, who I think 
likes me, but mm. likes to talk shit just to like cut mm. me down, just to make sure I stay real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One of those. Yes. You're like Sean Hayes. Fantastic. <laughs> One more, um, just to throw it in. So let's see. It should either be your best friend's boyfriend. We could do a coworker. What's the third one? Grandma, grandparent, an aunt. Or is trying to just throw one extra role in the mix. I I want to be really close with my grandma. I want Meryl to be Stanley Tucci's mom. Bam. But there's so I mean, where's Hallie? Where's Sandra? Where's they're the, in the sequel. They're in the next one. Can could, Hallie be like my older sister? She could. Who's like she's a little bit estranged from like me and her are close, but she's estranged from the family because mm. of something. So why maybe, is she maybe estranged? She, maybe she maybe she came out as gay, like in the kids are all right. With Sandra Bullock. And so it was like, it was touchy for Grandma Meryl. Even, and Mom and Dad didn't love it, Viola and Stanley. Mm-hmm. Because they're conservatives. Yes. Like good, and wonderful. And traditional yeah, like, but the, values. Right. But not the kind that are like stuffy and mean. Like they're the most yeah. fun, warm, loving people. Mm-hmm. But that subject, they just get kind of weird about. Mm-hmm. Like they want to be cool with it, but they're not. It's that so, old school, traditional values. And yeah. they're still loving. Like, your grandparents are still loving. Right. I mean, think about your... And your parents. They still love you and care about you. But they're like, I don't accept. Right. I don't approve. And that, like, drew a wedge between them. So it's not necessarily bad blood. It's just no. like, in order to keep the peace, we're just going to go do our thing. But I love my sister. Mm-hmm. And I love her partner. And all that stuff. We should write this. I know. I'm like, let's not give out any more details because someone might be like, that's really awesome. And then they start creating it. So that's what we're going to be doing tomorrow or whenever. So we're going to write it. Perfect. You know, my next few days are kind of open, so Mm -hmm. we'll figure it out. Excellent. Yep. So there we go. We got that mapped out. So we won't give you guys too too much more. That's it. So, of course, now we've had our dream project done. Boom. But like I said, there's always like the good and you got to balance it out. With the bad a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked about the experience that wasn't as pleasant. Do you ever have a project that you worked on that you said, you know what? I really wish I didn't do that. I'd go back in time and I'd probably just X that one out. And if you don't, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't. I, I have performances of myself mm-hmm. that I didn't love. Mostly because I was like under trained and didn't know what I was doing. And I look back, I'm like, how did I get the part? This is not good. But the movie <laughs> itself is good. I just didn't like love my role. So if mm-hmm. I could go back and change something, I would do that. There are roles where I'm like, I would, I would re-audition for this part with like better training under my mm. belt. Now, do you think that you become selective when it comes to your work? You know, because there are some people like, I'll just take this. I'll do this job. I'll do this job. And do you think maybe that could help to, so that you don't have those issues? Um, 
No, I'm I'm kind of like take on any project mm-hmm. because everything's a challenge, and as long as it doesn't conflict with like my moral code mm-hmm. as a person, um, no, I'll take I'll take any challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, grandma, I'm being a grandma. Like yeah. you want me to be a newborn baby? <laughs> I'm being a newborn baby. Like, yeah, like is that Felicia? Is that- is she a newborn? Like she is, damn it! I'm like, how the hell did she do that? She's like, the best newborn since baby Jesus. And I'm like, wow, that is a, that's a great newborn. Never thought of, I'm about to call my agent out. I need to go out for newborns. Like, let's broaden up my range here because I can do newborns. So when that happens, you let me know and how you're able to achieve it. So 100. Yeah, because I I don't I don't know. I haven't played newborn. Absolutely. But you know that's something else we'll work on this week. Mm-hmm. Challenge. challenge, so for many you. things. Challenge for me in the pot that we're we gonna work on. Put to the drawing board, or tack it on the wall. Yep. Add that special skills. Newborn baby ability. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do tell me your favorite style of acting: comedy, drama, action, rom com, Shakespeare. Um. Ah. Uh, to watch. Comedy and rom-coms would have to be my go-to mm-hmm. to act drama. I, I think that's just because I understand drama faster, mm-hmm. but I definitely want... I like being funny. I like making people laugh, I, mm-hmm. though I don't think I'm very funny. I'm, I'm sure... Like, my taste in me isn't everyone else's taste in me, so mm-hmm. if other people should dare to think I'm funny, I want to do that, and I want to encourage that. In their life and mine, in mm. your life, I want to be funny for you. He's like, I want to be funny for, for you. you, for you. <laughs> Look, someone's like, that's funny. I like it. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> so even that, you have, um, you know, the different styles. But do you ever feel like you've been typecast? Yes. Um. I have, but it's not a bad one. It's, like, not a bad typecast, but I always... Sassy best sassy best friend is usually, like, the roles I nail, which I don't know why. I'm the sassy lead, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, and don't get me wrong. I'm the sass master, but there's so much more to me than that, but I guess just my look mm. or something. Like, because it's, it's initially based off a of look on it headshots. Is. So, my look just looks like, oh, yeah, I bet this girl has got some fire and will tell it like it is. What do you want me to tell? I'll tell it. So, you acknowledge your, the type. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's, and you just it's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not wrong at all. I would just like to branch out and do mm-hmm. more, you know. But, but that is what is so great about those roles, or just, hell, getting cast in any role. You can make it what you want. So it's like, oh, yeah, you want the sassy girl. I'm like, well, there's a reason she's so sassy. There's a reason she says what she thinks. Like, there's something got her to that point. From the time she was born mm-hmm. to right now, something took her to the point to where that's how she delivers her opinions. What is it? Mm-hmm. And then you can make so many other layers like that. That's what makes someone fall in love with a character. It's like falling in love with a person. There's this quote that I love. Like, you cannot. It's, like, physically impossible to dislike someone once you know their story. Hmm. And that's kind of true. So even if even if she was more than sassy, and if it's like, oh, she's the bitchy girl, once you find out what got her to that point to be that way, you can't hate her. 
She could be as mean as she wants to be. Once you understand her, you can't hate her. And that's what I like to do. I like, I like to figure out a way for the audience to understand why I am the way I am as this person. Okay, so then this is the research that you do for a character. Let's start. You have the script. Or you get these sides. Now what do you do with them? What's your process to break through, to figure out the character, to figure out the dialogue, the essence of that person? I read the character background, the breakdown. I call Holly. Like <laughs> first person. Call foremost. Holly. I call I'm like Holly. We got to roll. And then, and then I read the script. Like I don't even care what it is. Like Holly's so genius. I'm like, she'll, whatever I think I can do, she'll help me spice it up, make it like bring out. She can, she can see things within mm-hmm. me that I'm like blind to and that she'll like, Oh, just push that button in Felicia and it'll bring a different color out of me. Mm. So that's usually what I do. Like I read the breakdown and figure out, okay, where's, emotionally where am I am I really excited did, did a tragedy just happen am I there a crush that I'm really into did was I betrayed in some way am I like furious angry am I all over the place and then I call Holly to figure out how we can really bring it from the idea in my mm-hmm. mind to out of my heart mm. yeah that's always interesting just to hear people's what they do, because obviously you get the script, you got to work on it, you got to have someone else to mm-hmm. shape it and move from there. But then you go into the audition. Do you like auditioning? How do you feel about going and auditioning? It's been a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. At first, I loved them, and I was always like, I got an audition, like so green, mm-hmm. just like, just like two amps, you know? Like, You're like, she is way too excited. Bring right, it down, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was, I would get so amped that it would distract me. I was more excited about having an audition than doing a good job sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would just get like so high off that. So I had, I found a balance. I came down a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, it's an audition. It's, it's exciting, but there's a story to tell and tell the story. Um, and then I kind of grew to hate it mm-hmm. because it was just like, I mean, it's like constantly knocking on a door and having no one answer, you know, like there's so many no's. And of course you always hear that and you're prepared for it. But then once you actually live it, you're like, okay, there are so many no's. It's getting really, it's getting really tiring. You know, you get like emotionally exhausted. And then now I've kind of just became friends with them. And I know which ones are... For, sometimes I get called in for an audition where I'm like, this role is not for me. I mean, I'm not mm. going to say no to the audition because mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what casting wants. I'm going to give it my best, but my gut is telling me this isn't for me. However, I love to act. And this is an opportunity. This is a performance that I get to do, even though it's just for one or two people in a room. I like to act, so I get a performance, even if I don't get the part. Mm-hmm. I get to do something. So that's... And once me and auditioning kind of got that relationship going on... I, what did I just say? Going on. Going on. And I was word. like, yeah, mm-hmm. going on. That's, that's what she said. Going on. Then that's when we were like, I can fuck with you. Now we're at like this, we're at a smooth pace. Hmm. So that's where we are with auditioning. There we go. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there are some parts that you go out for and you're like, oh, I really want that one. Like, yes, this is me. This has my name written across it. I already see it. I've claimed it. It's me. That was Sasha on Bold and Beautiful. Well, has there been another one that you were before and then you don't get it? Yes. And then you're like, why? Yes. There have been most recently in this past year, there's been two or three Mm -hmm. where I was 
perfect for the role. I gave great performances. Um, made it through like the major rounds, like auditioning, callback, producers, director, all that stuff. And I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I didn't get them because they went to someone who's already a name. I'm mm-hmm. on my way. Someone who's already established usually gets the part, which from business from the business end, I get it. Like you mm-hmm. want you want your project to do well. Um, in in the box office, you want it to sell. You want it to you know be a thing. You want it to be a successful product. So, you gotta make hard decisions. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of name actors who are great, so they just kind of got the best of both worlds. Because that's where I'm headed. I plan on hey. being great, and I plan on being a name. Claim it. That's right. Yeah. So of course you've had you know even from your projects, have you had something that actually you booked, you worked, and then someone said, "Oh, I like you. I'm gonna cast you for this off of the strength." Of something else, like a previous project. No, I wish oh. to, because I feel like that's such a. I don't know. That's such like a. Oh, I didn't even have to audition. They just liked me so much from something else. It almost happened once though. Mm-hmm. Um, for Code Black, I remember getting an email mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, you're on a veil for this," and I, I'd never even heard of Code mm-hmm. Black. Like there were no, um, there was no commercials out. It wasn't even a show. I was like, "Is this a show I don't know about?" But it wasn't even made yet. Mm-hmm. Um, now that didn't go through. I don't know why. I don't know if they picked someone else or if they just scrapped the character altogether. I don't know. But that was my first taste of that, where I was just chilling at home eating lunch and got an email that said oh you're on a veil for this i was like i, I didn't even audition hmm. oh they just but the casting office i'd been in there plenty of times so they knew me and they liked me and i was like oh they just know they like me so much that i can do this role that's really cool well that's off the street like the it. casting director yeah. Yeah. you know <laughs> you're like <laughs> <laughs> you know i liked it you know well, that's building that relationship you know so in a sense it wasn't off of a project but they knew you they were mm-hmm. like yeah she can do it mm-hmm. oh well thank you but now that I haven't been auditioning that much since now being on the show, mm-hmm. and I never thought I would, but I kind of miss it. I like the getting ready, a new character, changing my outfit. Oh, what's the script going to be? Like the, is it is it like the competition, the competitiveness of, or the no one knows what to expect from me so I can go and be anything I want? Like, I don't know. Whatever that feeling is when you get a new audition, that, that, that excitement, mm-hmm. I miss that, that mixing it up. But don't get me wrong. I love being on the show. Yeah. I'm I like, love my, love enjoy this moment. Enjoy mm-hmm. it. Enjoy it. I love my job. I love it. Now, what about some other struggles that you feel like you've had to face? I mean, this year has been a year of success and moving forward. What struggles do you think you've had to face just being in this business? Um, having the biggest one is having to worry about social media. How so? It is something that we have to care about. It's like the new frontier on advertising and marketing and all that stuff. And it's usually I just post like pictures that I think are cute, like of my cat on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And now I've got to be like strategic and put stuff out there that people are going to want to see. That's going to, you know, bring them towards the show. That's going to make them care about Sasha. It's going to make them care about me as an actress and, you know, good content, not just, this is my favorite burrito. Here's a picture of it. Yeah. Here's my cat looking at my <laughs> yeah. burrito. Yeah. Like, I think it's funny. And people are like, right. what? Which <laughs> makes sense, because honestly, I don't like looking at those pictures of other people. So why would people <laughs> look at that? So but when it's mine, I like it. Yeah. You know what? But I know people who, are, but they're not big social media. He said he likes looking at animal Instagrams. I love Or those. videos. Like but, Instagram? Oh, I just look at kittens all day. Yeah. I have all this one on Twitter called Cute Overloads. And it's just puppies. It's like it's just pictures nothing. of puppies. puppies. 
<laughs> but when you are, you know, Sasha, right. you're going to think, do the people looking for Sasha, are they interested in seeing? A box of kittens. A box of kittens. <laughs> I mean, bo- who's, who's mad at a box of kittens? Seriously. Nobody is mad at a box of kittens. Nobody. Ever. Nobody's ever. ever. But it's, that's smart. Do you feel like you're pretty much very social media savvy? Or are you um, learning now because of what you have to do for Sasha to promote her? Yeah, I've always been um, social media savvy. Um, it's it's the theming it around something like around the bold and the beautiful things that are bold, things that are beautiful, like oh. just you know whatever that just ties into that. Um, that I didn't. I was just kind of like random picture ever inspires me, and now I just I just pay more attention to it, and that's been a thing. Mm-hmm. That's a thing now. Well, you know the thing that's going on now is the holiday season. Oh, I'm so excited! It's Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, and I don't think that that's just those three. So <laughs> I'm like, is there more? I don't think there's more. So happy holidays because this is actually going to be coming out a week before Christmas. Yes, How it's exciting. next Monday. So in next Monday is my debut. <gasps> oh, perfect! Crazy timing. Didn't even know, and I knew it was the countdown because I said it was what seven. We're at seven days. Seven days. Oh shit! It is. We're actually at six. I gotta six. figure out how to make is it that six. Work. Okay, yeah. six. No, okay. my my timing of the countdown was a little off. Okay, because I was like, I, I looked at the last one. I was like, oh, wait, eight was that right, day and seven. Okay. Maybe I'll like double up one day. I'm like, oh, no, what do I do? Is it four days or five days? Or, I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking that. something You'll cute. figure it out. Yeah, because yeah. I remember looking at your picture, and I was like, oh, it's eight, so it's actually seven days. So, in the spirit of the holiday season, what is your favorite holiday film? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Boom. The cartoon, though. Like, the cartoon. Not the, I, not lo- the I love the Jim people. Carrey one, but, like, my heart is the original Dr. Seuss cartoon Holly Bristol Christmas Fahu Forest Fahu Forest yes you know what bring your cheer in the holiday season too we have um some cookies here we have to crack open I got two cases of Girl Scout cookies I didn't even know it was Girl Scout season time this is so LA they're gluten free gluten free Girl Scout cookies because everybody has is a gluten free. Because everybody's allergic to gluten. Everyone's allergic to gluten. Gluten wasn't even a thing. Like, yeah, I haven't you... heard of gluten no until I heard moved of, here. No one's heard of gluten until LA. So maybe there's like an epidemic of gluten people, <laughs> gluten affecting everybody in LA. So open up these cookies. I have not had them. Yeah, so it's making cottage cheese asses. So we are going to try them. They look like fruit. Like they're like medically sealed. This shit is thick. That's like the thick. They don't want any girls to open. It's a Girl Scout cookie, too. All right, thank you. There we go. It's like a little... This is okay. a... To- so it's toffee? Toffee-tastic. Toffee-tastic. Girl Scout cookie. All right, here we go. Okay, cheers. This being gluten-free. Gluten-free. <laughs> I, can't, I can't bite this. I know, I couldn't either. <laughs> so it's mm. chewy. Mm, it's like eating paste. It's like really thick, like chewing wise. Cause it's missing the gluten. <laughs> yeah, I think I like gluten. Let me try again. Let's see. I don't know. I guess gluten really makes the cookies. Cookies. 
Yeah. But I feel like when I've had gluten-free stuff, I don't think it tastes like this. Mm, that was so good. <laughs> I'm like, I'll put this back. I guess I'm still deciding if I like this. But we do have shortbread cookies. And those are good. These are classic. Half pack. Yeah. Girl Scout cookies are addictive. They are. They're so addictive. These shortbread cookies, they just, ugh. Because I opened them up and I was sharing chocolate. them the other day with someone. And I realized I ate almost the whole pack. Or half the little... Half the thing. Yeah, and I was like, man, I'm really eating a lot of these shortbread cookies. But they're good. They're just mm. simple shortbread cookies. Mm-hmm. I like the tall bread cookies. Yeah. I like the thin... Well, tagalongs. That's the and one with the, the peanut... Coconut? No, those are Samoas. Mm. I used to be a Girl Scout. <laughs> That's what I remember. I was top cookie sales. <laughs> I had the sash, and each time I like eat each year, I think I won like a big ass like stuffed animal. Oh, yeah. I always wanted to be a Girl Scout, but yeah. I just kept eating the cookies. Yeah, and I just sold the cookies. Like I was just For like that was longs. that was a goal. I was like, I have to be top cookie seller. I had to be top cookie eater, and I did eat a lot. I probably ate a lot of them that I actually paid for. <laughs> I don't know if my parents bought them. I th- well, I guess they're like, uh, Megan, you can't eat them all. And you got to actually sell them. So <laughs> I probably ate the majority of the ones that I sold. Maybe that's how I got to be top seller because I ate every damn cookie. It's a shocker. I'm not like a fat kid. Because we eat a lot of cookies, Goodness. you know, you know, I guess you stay active. Then yeah, you just run around and run it all off. Yeah. Just sweat it out. Just sweat it out. Just sweaty little kid. Just sweating out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some baseball cookies. I feel like I just have to eat the... I just have to finish this. So what? As I finish so this... So tagalongs are the peanut butter ones. It's peanut butter. There's like a cho- like a wafer or like a cookie part and it's covered in chocolate. Oh, yes, You know yes, what I'm yes, talking yes, about? Yes. Yes. Because yes, if I you didn't do. know, I would actually go buy some... Gr- well, not right now. I don't know where... Th- I don't even know where these came from. So... <laughs> I mean, the I stork brought them. They just well, yeah. Ended up I mean, this right was cover. like someone who actually gave it to me. It was a gift, so I know it came from someone. I just don't know where she bought them from. But they were, you know, they're closed. They and don't sealed. run around to your house anymore. Do they go to your house? No, they're outside the they grocery used store. To. They go door to door. They used to. Oh my god, that's dangerous. When I was a kid. Well, no, I guess it's different then. I don't know if I'd send my kid in North Carolina. Yeah, because I guess you know your neighbors, you know everybody. Or, I don't know, it's just safer. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd send my kid around door-to-door selling cookies. No, they're just standing outside the Costco. The, yeah, the grocery store, and they're like, hey, you want some Girl Scout cookies? Hell yeah, who doesn't want Girl Scout cookies? Yeah, we no one, nuts. yeah, you gotta... And now every, we got them in gluten-free. We got gluten-free. So now everybody can enjoy everybody some Girl Scout some cookies. Everybody can Girl Scout cookies. Yes. <laughs> so, what was your journey, now that we've talked about these little... Interesting cookies. I'm determined to finish this. You see, I'm like holding this piece. Um, what made you decide to come out to LA as opposed to New York or Chicago or Atlanta? Because those are all, you know, I'd say New York is the next level that's similar to LA. New York is, as my understanding, is more theater. As mm-hmm. much as I love theater, I always mm-hmm. wanted to be a movie star. And since I was a youth, a youth. Yeah, since I was a wee lass, mm-hmm. I have wanted to be in Hollywood. Growing up, anything Hollywood, California, L.A., I had to have it. I was all about it. This was like Emerald City to me. I was obsessed with this place. So I caught the bug when I was like six years old watching Full House 
Mm. Classic. I, w- I wanted to be Mary Kate Ashley. You wanted to, I you was too. I'm like you wanted to be both. I did. Yes, no, I I'm going to be two people. Uh-huh. When I grow up and I move to Hollywood, I'm going to be two people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lindsay Lohan can do it in Parent Trap. I could do it. Very true. Again, thought there was two of her, and there's only one. See, I thought there was <laughs> one of them, and there was two, and then I thought there was two of Lindsay, and there was one. They're just jacking me up. Just confusing you. It's all Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, they just make you all things, think all this crazy stuff. So I always wanted to be here in Atlanta. I didn't even learn that Atlanta filmed anything ever mm-hmm. until I like got older. Same with Help Wilmington, which is in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That was my first stop because um, they used to film like Wintry Hill there and the Screen Gem studio is there. Mm-hmm. And um, they filmed under the dome or filmed under the dome there. A friend of mine actually got on the show and she flew out there. Um, and like Chicago and like all these other cities, they were just major cities to me. But if you wanted to be a star, you had to be in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So that's why I came here. That's actually really smart. Smart analysis. Cause I mean, in New York, it is a lot of theater. There is Broadway. Which you I know? love. I can't go to New York without going to Broadway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Atlanta oh. and Chicago, they're still, they're growing in markets. You know what I mean? It's not like Atlanta has always been a hub to do entertainment, you know, at least on the bigger scale. So, Hey, you end up here. Mm-hmm. Boom. Here you are. So what was it like? Did you pack up? Did you drive out? Did you, you know, fly? Did you have $5 to your name? It was all over the place. I worked back home at a Red Robin, or the Dirty Bird as we called it. Dirty Bird. I got a waitressing job at Red Robin. Actually, okay, so in the beginning, I had a professional real girl job working at a credit union. I just worked at the front desk. Mm -hmm. And, um... I hated it, and I just went home one day, miserable, crying, and I hadn't had a bad day. Mm-hmm. It was a perfectly fine day, just as soon as I got in my car and I came to the realization that I had to go back the next day, I just cried like a baby. Mm-hmm. I was just unhappy, and I was I didn't know waitresses made any kind of money. I, for all I knew, being a waitress wasn't like a dream job, because no one made any money doing it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta do something else. And I heard that was flexible, and I would enjoy it, and I was blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, anything's got to be better than this. So I got a job working at Red Robin. And I loved it, actually. Mm-hmm. I'd never waited tables before, and it was so fun. I liked leaving with cash in hand. I loved my coworkers. We had so much fun together. And, yeah, I just did that until I could save up enough money to move out here. Now, I, I saved up enough money to survive. I didn't have bank. I didn't have, like, oh, I just got Fifty thousand dollars, ten grand, even mm-hmm. chilling in my account. Not my life, but I had enough to get myself out here. And at first, I was going to drive out with my friends, who were all going to move out here with me. But then they didn't want to, which realistically, duh, no one does that. Mm-hmm. I was going to come though. And I, my boss, my manager, Chris, was like, "Oh, just ship your car." And I was like, "Golly gee, how much is that?" Like I was this naive little girl. I said things like, "Golly gee, golly gee." <laughs> How much is that going to be? And I found a really good deal for 600 bucks. They would drive my, like, put on, put it on one of those dangerous wow. looking things. That yeah, you I did that too. Yeah. For 600 bucks. And I just had to buy a plane ticket. So all in all, it caught to move my body and my stuff from North Carolina across the great 50 states to the exact same location on the other side of the country that is California. Cost me a thousand dollars. Not bad. That's not a bad deal at not all. Not bad. I'd do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> so I just, I flew and 
Yeah, um, a friend of mine, actually a girl who I knew kind of at the time, um, put me put me up and gave me a home. She was a godsend. She gave me a home, gave me a life. She's like, yeah, you can stay with me. I have an extra place. Um, Aisha, or at the time she was Alexander. Now she's Curry. Mm. And God love her and her blog and all the stuff she's got going on. Because she was my first roommate out here. And she was there when I got my job at the Cheesecake Factory. And mm-hmm. we would watch Pretty Little Liars together. And she would always cook. And it was just like this fun little life. And I was just bright-eyed and on my own not knowing what i was doing but we had fun oh i like that he's like my little friend we watched pretty little liars and i we know were good. Sure, we did i love her she's just she's the sweetest kindest person mm. and thank god for her she took me under her wing and helped me out because i didn't know anybody yeah. now did you always know you wanted to be an actress were you you know six years old doing Acting and performing. Was that you? Mm-hmm. I was this obnoxious little girl. And even me, my sister, and my Aunt Karen. No, not my Aunt Karen. Me, my sister, my cousin Caitlin, my Aunt Karen's daughter, mm-hmm. would go to my Aunt Karen's house in Virginia every summer. And me, Paris, and Caitlin. Uh, Paris is my sister. Mm-hmm. Me, Paris, and Caitlin would... Um, so, my Uncle Chris is in the Navy. He's a sailor. So, mm-hmm. we would take all his sailor gear, mm-hmm. whatever we could get our little hands on, and do a talent show for my mom and my Aunt Karen and the dog and Uncle Chris if he was there. And it was usually to Michael Jackson, the Spice Girls, and TLC. <laughs> and we would just, like, make up little dances. Get it. Get it. <laughs> get, get it. Get it. Get it. Like, these little elementary school children perking out to this music and I, I always doing talent shows like that I've always wanted to be that little girl and I but I love so many things I wanted to be a doctor for a while and I wanted to be a veterinarian for a while and I wanted to be a florist for a while and I wanted to be in the CIA for a while and that just kind of reassured me oh I want to be an actor because that's the only way I can do all those things very true all those professions so I was like oh you said, oh, that's what it is. But I, can I, I never do called all that. myself an actor until like I got here. I always I want to be a movie star. Like that's that's what it's it is a in movie my head. Star. A movie star. I'm still the same Felicia as from five years old. You're running around now. I'm, I'm just bigger now. Mm-hmm. It's like now I'm just taller. Like yeah, I still got with better makeup. Mm, I still go. got the same mentality. <laughs> that's so funny. Like I'm the same from five years old to mm-hmm. where you are now. Yep. So when you're not, you know, running around and on screen or doing something for a TV show or film, what do you like to do? What's like you just kicking back and chilling and hanging out? And that's it. Um, I like to ride horses. I am semi-determined. No, screw that, damn it. I'm determined to teach myself how to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to write. As an actor, I like to write screenplays in a play, and I currently have those projects on my laptop that I'm writing. Um, again, it gives me a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to just hang out with my friends, which means like, oh, do you want to come over? Do you want to go see a movie? Do you want to go shopping? Do you want to... Me and my friend Nicole love to get frozen yogurt at the wee hours of the night. It'll be like 11 p.m. And she's like, do you want to get froyo? And I'm like, yeah. I'm down. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Or me and my friend Zim. Well, these are actually fun things for me. I don't know if this is lame or fabulous, but I go get frozen yogurt at 11 o'clock at night. And I like to drive to Sonic. Because the closest one is in Duarte, which is like 35 minutes from Glendale, where I live. 
And so me and my friend Zim, who's like super into fitness, like his body is shredded. But his fat ass likes to go to Sonic with me at one o'clock in the morning. In fact, this was his idea. That's how I started doing it. And we'll go get milkshakes and tater tots and corn dogs and watch like funny Vine videos sitting in the Sonic park. And those are pastimes. Sitting in the Sonic parking lot. Those are pastimes to me. They're so funny. (laughs) Hey, it's real. (laughs) That's what I do. I like it because it's different. I didn't even know. Well, I don't drive to Sonic. I don't even know there was a Sonic out here, to be honest with you. I, oh, we found one. I mean, we I know that one. there's like, I've seen commercials for it, but I'm like, eh, there's no Sonic. Oh, we found it. It's in Duarte. But I'm like, how far is that from me, though? I feel like that's... That would probably be It's far. a little hike. Yeah, so I'll just take your word. I'll have Sonic okay. someday. Okay, because it's 35 minutes from me, and you would have yeah. to pass me to get yeah, to Yeah, it. so I'm good. I'll take your word. Okay. Yeah, maybe one day. I'll, one day I'll go to a Sonic. Who knows when that's going to happen. But do you have any other special skills in this business, or not in this business, but just in general? Like, do you, can you knit sweaters? No. Play an instrument. Oh, you said you're mastering the guitar. We're putting it out there. Yeah. Um. No. Here, next time we do an interview, I'll have some. I gotta learn some. Cause yeah, I learn can... it. Well, you, you'll come in What's a special and then skill? Um, I can read <laughs> I, can, I can read i can just do like a normal things um yeah no i guess normal things but i also like to learn stuff mm-hmm. so i'm pretty good about learning things so if you were to put something in front of me i could do oh actually no apparently this is a special skill that i don't think is special apparently i'm a very good roller skater you are that's good because we were talking about that, and I'm not that great. I know. I know. You do Chanel it, like, and backwards, McKenzie and like... you do, like, tricks, or you're, like, doing things with your legs. Right. That I, like... I've, always been do- I, I've always been doing that, because my mom used to do, like, when she was teaching me how to skate, she would do all those things. And I, I learned, I guess, just, like, by watching her and skating when I was a kid. So when I got back on the floor, it was like riding a bike. Like I could just do all the, the tricks and spinning around and doing all this stuff again. But to me, that, would, that wouldn't register as a special skill because to me, it's normal. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's not. I guess not. And I can, I can ride horses. Like I can actually I can get on a horse and ride it like you're supposed to. I don't think I can jump over stuff okay. yet, but I'm not... I don't doubt for a second that if you just tell me how to communicate mm-hmm. with Seabiscuit to get him to jump a hurdle, I could do it. So, so there yeah. we go, because not everybody can do that either. Yeah, totes comfortable riding a horse. Love them. I, yeah. I love animals. But can you ride it without being lined up with someone? You know how they go horseback riding? Because I've been horseback riding. And you go in one line around a trail. Can oh, you, you go? Know, that drives me crazy. I hate that. I'm like, So you can go on your own and have yeah, like, like a little journey. Give me the saddle. Let us bond. I'll see you in an hour. Me and Black Beauty yeah. are hitting it. And there you go, because not everybody can do that either. Oh. So look at that. Okay. Look at you learning. I know. I guess You're learning about skills. yourself. You're like, oh, I, that's a special skill. Ooh, la la. Yeah, and look at you. You're awfully that fancy. You that being said, skin. I would actually love, really love to be in an equestrian movie. Boom. Yeah. Let's make it happen. I know. You're like, I see the wheels turn. You're like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. I could do all these things. You can do all these things. You really can. I want to be a superhero. I like want to be one of the X-Men. Oh, boom. Okay. You know what? Next question. Superpower. What is it? Telekinesis. Why is that? Sloth. Because I'm lazy and I'm like, (laughs) can I just open the fridge and 
get some carrots or like some grapes instead of having to get up. Get up. Walk to the fridge, open the damn door on my own, get what I need, close it, walk back. Like, do you hear all these steps I'm listening? You said all these steps. That, who's got time for that? As opposed to just boom. When Glee's on, we're mid-song. I can't get up. No, you can't. Hello? There you go. That makes sense. It makes exactly. perfect sense. Beautiful. Or if I really need a parking spot and someone's being a jackass and they're like parked. Like if you scoot up two inches, I could totally fit behind you. Mm. Then I could just lift their car, move it to where I need it to be, and then I could park. Well, oh. by the, I guess by that I could lift up my car, sit it down, and then go where I need to go. That's true, too. Instead of lifting their car, when you just fix your car there and you go about your day. Essentially, could I fly then? Could I move myself with my mind through the sky? Why not? It's your superpower. Okay, yes, I'm telekinesis with a minor in flying. Oh, you have a major and then a <laughs> yeah. minor. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Two-part super superhero power. Yeah. Boom, you had it. I like that. I mean, you should be able to. If you can pick up stuff, then why can't you pick up yourself? Right. That's just good sense. Yeah, like, oh, I can move this chair, but I can't move myself. You know? Like, no. Mm-mm. So let's say you don't have your superpower. You can't grab it. But where's Mr. Fifi? Is there a Mr. Fifi? Like, uh, like, like, it, like, like in a real life, life mate? Like, yeah, life mate. Is there a life mate for you? Oh, no. 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 <laughs> Well, you said like you were disgusted and disturbed. <laughs> no. Like, like never. No, like, just, do you see that in your future? Do you want that? Or are you mean, like, you know what? I am all powerful. I am good by myself. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'm misindependent. I'm like all mm-hmm. good by myself. But I mean, are you asking me, would I not love to have a Jay-Z for my Beyonce? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Who wouldn't? Um, is there one on the horizon? No. But, no. Um, <laughs> that's. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a lovely fairy tale that I want to be in. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it does. <laughs> so we'll play that for their, your future life. So you do see that. You do. You want that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not something I really care about right now. Mm-hmm. But should it come around, I wouldn't be like, sorry, I have a career. I got no time for you. I mean, I'm a little bit of a tough cookie, but. So you entertain them. Yeah. If you're, if you're a good guy, I entertain it. Yeah. So how do you go about meeting people? Like, what's your thing? Like for meeting like new guys, or you're just like, you know what? If I come across you through a friend or do you Tinder? Oh God, no! I don't do any. I don't like dating apps. Are you at the bar scene? You sit at the bar apps. like, hey, can't, I can't be picked up in a bar. I can't be picked up in a nightclub. Hell, I can't even be picked up at the Ralph's. <laughs> um, I, not in Costco. <laughs> I'm just not the kind of girl who can Gelson's. Be... <laughs> I'm at the Gelson's now. <laughs> I'm just not typically the kind of girl who can be picked up. Now, that's that's not to say a gentleman hasn't come along and we've chatted, carried on a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked for my number and I was like, analyzed it. Okay, I'll permit this. But that's happened like once, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ideal is to, I need to meet someone in like a neutral place, like at work or among friends. But they can't just be like, oh, a friend I hang out with sometimes and then you came along. Like my group of friends, mm-hmm. if they've made a new friend and they're like, oh, this person 
um, is coming to game night and you know we're all playing games and then they come to a couple game nights now I feel like I know you I've seen you I've mm-hmm. been around you it's I'm a little like like a like a like a prowler like a like I gotta a, like keep a, you out like a lioness I gotta I gotta scope you out and analyze you first mm-hmm. real quick you can't just be like you're cute let's get married like let's get married yeah you're perfect no, no. that's for fantasies um but I have I'm I have been known to go up to a guy and be like hey I think you're really cute. Do you want to go out? Like, if I'm attracted enough to you, mm. and you, there's something about your vibe, like, cause you know, you can get vibes of people just by looking at them. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm if I'm digging your vibe, like I watched you interact with other people, I'm like, oh, he seems like a nice guy, and he's hot. I'll walk up to you and be like, "What's up? My name's Felicia. I think you're really cute. Do you want to go out with me?" I'm no stranger to that. So the model, Matthew, his name was Matthew, right? Yes. If you saw him walk by, or if he was, you know, sitting here. I don't get. <laughs> I don't get nervous often, but that one might. I was like, your face looked nervous. So, like, you saw him and you looked at him, and he's like, she's looking at me really creepy right now. Like, (laughs) and I'm like, speak to him. He's looking at you. No, I I would have would have to get a sense of his vibe because I don't know him. So if he seemed too cool for school, just like one of those guys. I would, honestly, that would turn me off anyway. But if he just seemed like a really nice guy, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd walk up to him and be like, hi, my name's Felicia. I know we don't know each other. Uh, and I'd probably say, if you were to approach me like this, I wouldn't give in to it. So I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. But I think you're really attractive and I'd love to go get coffee or lunch or froyo, froyo with you if you're into that. Mm-hmm. And also single. Cause I'd, that matters. Yeah. It does. It, right, it matters to me. It should matter to it everyone. It should matter to it, everybody. But it always doesn't, but it does matter. It matters. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so tell us, where can we stay up to date with Miss Felicia Cooper and know when they can watch this countdown for you? Like your social media, your Facebook, your websites, and all that. I am on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, at Felicia, F-E-L-I-7, S-H-A, the seven is silent. And then I am on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is much simpler. It's just at Felicia Cooper, but it's not spelled the gross way. It's not with a C. The gross way. It is spelled F-E-L-I-S-H-A. Cooper. Like it sounds. Like my name is spelled like, it, it's, the name is Felicia. Well, how does that sound? It sounds like F-E-L-I-S-H-A. Sha. You're right. No one ever. I never thought that. about that. I know, and I, when I, I try to tell mm. it to people so that I'm like Felicia. It's spelled like it sounds in my mind, thinking that that's gonna be like oh, sha. But they're always like okay, CIA. CIA doesn't sound like sha. It sounds like Sia. It's like Felicia. Yes, Felicia. Yeah. It sounds like Felicia, but I think that's just in, in my mm. mind. It makes sense. And then Cooper, like as in Bradley. Use <laughs> it as in Bradley. You know. And you guys aren't married, but you know. I mean, we should. We should be. And you want to change your last name? Exactly. See, that's so There's easy. There's so many pros. I'm He's like, tall. there it is. We would have these beautiful little artistic, athletic supermodels. He's tall. He's good looking. I'm not bad to look at. I'm tall. Which Boom. Just, it's, there it is. It all, it just all works. He's a grown man. He's not like one of these man boys. It's, it just all works so well. You said it all just works. It does. And you don't have to change your last name. 
We just need to have the wedding. There's no court There we go. Paperwork. So you know what? Now I need to have a game night and invite him over. Because I know him, but I don't really know him. So, <laughs> and then <laughs> continue to invite him over. And then it'll just happen. Mm-hmm. You know? There you go. I so, like all of this. Yeah. We mapped out a lot of stuff right here. <laughs> we did. We did a lot. There's a lot of homework for us to do once we're done. I'm like, hey, I already have a lot of work I need to do, but I'll just add this on top. Yeah. So there we go. We'll keep this going. We got a feature film we got to write. Mm-hmm. We got to invite... Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper for this game night nights. that I haven't set up yet. So, and there was something else. I'll have to listen and I'll figure out what it is. You got to figure out telekinesis. Telekinesis and man, that's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure all that stuff out. What else? Social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, because there is so much. You got to get it all out mm-hmm. there. I have a like page on Facebook. It's mm-hmm. actress Felicia Cooper. Cool. Got that. Yeah. So we have, do you have LinkedIn? No. I don't have that either. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have it either. Here's Instagram. I think that's, that's all it. of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, for you guys, if you're listening, you guys are watching, just let you know, I am on Twitter and Periscope. It is Bacon, Eaton, Megan, no G. So Bacon, just like the food, Eaton, no G, Megan, the right way, M-E-G-A-N. And on Facebook, I have my fan page, which is Megan A. Weaver, M-E-G-A-N. The letter A, Weaver, just like the word. And on Instagram, it's Megan A. Weaver. So I'm trying to keep everything one. Right, try to keep it consistent. You do, so I'm not saying, you know, multiple ones. That's why, luckily, Twitter and Periscope are the same. I keep meaning to change my Twitter. But it's still just Felicia. And if I could change my Twitter, honestly, I feel like I would. And maybe I'll check this. Hopefully no one already has my name. So Megan A. Weaver. That'd be great. So I don't have to have bacon. Eating Megan. I like it. It's different. Why is it bacon eating Megan? I'm going to tell you as soon as we get off because I know I talk about it. And people are like, you always say it. I'm like, I know. But, uh, and then I snap too. I've been snapping on Snapchat. I don't know how to make it public so that people can follow you. But, well, I guess you just say, hey, this is my name on Snapchat. And I know. I think you. that's what you have to do because I'm going to post it on but Instagram. But then I can still send like personal snaps. Like if I want yes. to send so, well, I'm cats gonna give you... looking at burritos to people, but like not flood the world. With my exactly. I'm going to show you because like, I got a snap tutorial. Yeah. So you can individually send snaps to people and then you can okay, do snaps. Okay, so anybody can follow me to see my story, but then I can still send individual snaps Yes. So if you want to say, look, Megan, I found a cat eating a burrito and you just want to send it to me, you can do that. But we'll do that afterwards. I'll show you. Okay. And I think that's it. So what I say? Snap. Megan A. Weaver. M-U-G-A-N. The letter A. And then Weaver. That's kind of universal. Except for my Twitter and Periscope. And then that is it. Cool. I want to say that's, yeah, and then probably afterwards, I'm like, oh, I forgot to say this other thing, but whatever. If you're following me on one of those things or you're listening, you can stay up to date with what I'm doing. You can stay up to date with what the, my guests are doing. I need to blast out a couple of things. I want to, you know, keep doing that and keep promoting their stuff as well. And then on iTunes, you can subscribe. I think that's the best way to find my podcast is subscribe, Water Wine Time. Uh, with Megan Weaver, Love, Life, and Entertainment. But if you're listening, you probably already know. But actually, if you don't know, that is it. So, for the guests that are watching, like your friends and family and whatnot. Lovely. I think that is it, guys. So, we are going to sign off. Have a wonderful rest of your Monday. And a great and fabulous week. Stay motivated. Be blessed. Yes, be blessed. Go forth. Yes, go forth into the into the week. And pay it forward. Anything good that has happened to you ever in life, pay it forward. And if nothing good has happened, 
Be the change. Thank you, Oprah. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. Bye.